2: Hello ladies and gents, uh, welcome to tonight's live show on the Gallant Few Rangers podcast. I'm your host for the evening, Andrew Stewart, and I'm joined by the Gallus 2. I'll start with David Tomlinson, how are you my man?
3: Yeah, great, thanks Andrew. Uh, nice to be on again, talking about all things Rangers. And a win, a win's a win, three points, equal and gold average, and uh we didn't get the main goal last night, but we'll get there.
2: Yeah, as a, as a manager says, it's a marathon, not a sprint. David Pollock, how are you, my man? I've not seen you in ages.
0: Aye, same, Andrew. Let's say, well, obviously, we've got uh, re- last night to reflect on an utterly bizarre game of football. A bizarre experience at Ibrox. Not often you see that, because pretty much you know, a lot of these games are the same old, same old. But last night was not among that lot. It was... a. Uh, Bordering on surreal, but towards the end. But uh, I'm sure we'll get through it. Surreal or surreal, <laughs> <laughs> but <of>
2: both. <laughs> you know I mean? of both, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about lots to talk about after the game. Um, we'll start where we always start with the team sheet. Um, I was quite happy with it because I, I don't know what it is about this season, and especially under Philip Clement. I have the kind of feeling that we don't need to double pivot at home. I think it's silly to play with two defensive midfielders when we're going to have the majority of the ball. We're going to be attacking. David T, I know you were kind of you've been happy and you've been raving about Tom Lawrence. Were you happy to see him back in the team sheet?
3: Yeah, well, I think he was a standout to come in. I, 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 I mean, I would have been shocked if he if he wasn't in the team. I think possibly getting put back that wee bit deeper role. Suiting him as well, I think he uh, he gets more time in the ball, and I mean he's a he he's a sort of a main person that the ball goes through. Uh, it, it's just with with Lundstrom and with with Cantwell, uh, what a, what a three there! I mean, Cantwell had some brilliant retouches as well, but I mean, you know of you got on to him as well. But no, no Lawrence uh Lawrence was a standout uh, yesterday. I really thought he was uh, I thought he was man of the match. Looking back in the highlights as well, when you see when you see what Campbell does, uh, then uh, then he does some fantastic things. So uh, the midfield, the way it's holding just now, uh, I'm very very happy with. Even John Winström,
2: I was going to say, uh, I'd, I'd be interested to see if he gave some the shared the praise around those those two in the, the center of the park with Linney, his partner in the middle, um, David Pollock, uh, I'm going to start with. Uh, I've also mentioned the. Although it does pain me, Uh, Rabi Matondo didn't get the full 90 minutes. But it was actually a surprise for me that he started the game. There was a lot of talk about our our new favourite Colombian starting on the wing. Uh, Were you a bit surprised to see Oscar Cortez not get the start?
0: Absolutely not. Because if you had tuned into yesterday's uh, daily update, you you would have been given the team. 100% One hundred percent correctly by the Gallis too. So we had predicted that we had the, the, the team that he actually put out with Mutondo starting with uh, the newer boys, you know, held in reserve as a wee bit of uh, firepower and, and to the second half and that exactly as it unfolded. So I mean, as, as we we were saying earlier today, we're, we were going to get it right at some point. So uh, last night just happened to be our our moment in the sun, but we uh, Mutondo. Matondo did quite well, although he kept falling over. But uh, <laughs> that might be he, the
2: best way to describe Robbie Matondo. Yeah, he he fell did well, but he fell over,
0: uh. but I mean, he did a couple of nice moments, and you know, lovely ball through with Lundstrom. He should have scored. He had a couple of good chances. The first one I would say was uh, particularly glaring. At. I think he hit the post with the second one, didn't he? Yeah, I came off um, the bar. Yeah. I was. Uh, I was. I was. Shouting sweary words at him for the first one, to be, I, I must confess. So, because I think he j- just, you know, we ping inside. Because I'm sitting right behind him, you know, at the, right in the middle of the club deck. So, he's uh, hes just running away from me in, in a straight line towards the goal, right? We know what we're doing here, Robbie. We just curl it inside the post, put it by the post. So you but hey, you know, we were creating chances. Rangers so were in full flow at this point. You know, you just cannot uh, fault our team for the way we come out the traps. Score in five minutes, we're off and running. You know, Ross County are going to get uh, blitzed here, and you know, and we we did everything just but, but score enough goals. So, I mean, I would say overall, eight out of ten. I,
2: I think we'll I'll kind of bring that up later. About let's be positive about the players. Um, and let's not pick the holes in the in the performances, especially. But I know. You know that listen to me on the pod that I'm a big Matondo fan. and Going into that game, he had two goals in his last three. Um, I thought I thought similar to the way that Ridvan and Borna were at the start of the season, but as the years went on and we're more certain Borna's going to be off, then you need to focus on uh, you know, Ridvan getting the game time. Matondo and Cortez are two young wingers and they both need to get as much game time as possible if we're going to then look to sell them on in the future. So it's going to be a case of they're going to have to share the game time, and the manager will, will manage that because that's his job, and it's not my job to to pick favourites. Um, leading the line, we had CD9, is what a lot of people are starting to call him. Um, I don't know if I, I'm going to get behind that just yet, but I'm certainly happy he's 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 got back to his scoring ways, and it didn't take too long, David T. He's, his first goal, It's I've seen him described as an enigma. He'll miss the easy chance. But he'll see the ball coming down. He'll get his feet in the right place, and he'll think it over the keeper. I, it goes down as a serial death's goal, definitely because it's the similar. Any other striker might try and catch on the volley. He tried it last early in the season. I might have been the Aberdeen game, which was Bill's last game, where he tried to lash at the volley and he put it into the, the stands, and it was an awful shot. But this time he had the composure, and went I, went over the keeper. It is is it just me that it just keeps getting surprised by some of the finishes he makes? He does, but I think he's
3: I think he's better when he doesn't get a lot of time to think about what he's doing. And I think he was concentrating on that ball that much. I mean it came off his shoulder first of all, onto his head, and then just bounced at a lovely height for him that that that, that he could that he could put it over the keeper. I mean, if it was bounced high, then then he was he was probably not getting his foot high enough would have hit it over the bar. And if it was down low, the, the keeper would have probably saved it. But it just bounced at a, a lovely height for him, uh, and he put it over the the. He yeah, had surprise on because I was I was thinking right away, so uh, there's not much chance of this getting in it. But then he he, he loved it beautifully and uh, and put it over the keeper. I think we've got to we've got to take into consideration the ball from Tavernier as well. Yeah. That was a was an absolutely fantastic ball. And there was two of the sort of the same balls uh, last night. And Redfan, I think, was the other one that put it through to Deserts as well. Absolute cracker of a ball! Unfortunately, he missed that chance. But um, no, there was some. It's far on from the from the Geo days when we when we were playing the old horseshoe, isn't it? From from left to right and right to left. Now there's far more balls getting just direct put forward, and it's, it's really
2: refreshing to watch. Oh, definitely. Um, we'll talk about. One of the, the key factors that made it a kind of the the weirdest game to look at from a stats perspective, uh, when you look at shots to goals and expected goals. But uh Tess has almost uh, scored an equally brilliant goal, David Pollock. That the control he puts the keeper on, on the deck, you know, and you're thinking I oh, just put it in the net and he somehow it's the post. It's one of those. He had he had an open goal and he somehow managed to find the post. Uh, at that point I'm- though, Early days, you're thinking this could be a really good night in terms of goals because we were really, really hungry and we looked great and for carving these chances out, and it was just a case of how many are we going to take?
0: Yeah, I, I think you know the chances that we were creating, they were not they weren't half chances. These that it was guilt edge stuff. You know, this is goal scoring chances, and we just uh, turned them up one after the other, and eventually. Uh, You know, and when we got to 36 minutes and, oh, here we go, this is uh, after, I think we should have been, not could have been, I think we should have been 5-0 up by the time they scored, you know, with the chance, clear-cut chances that we had and we uh, just turned them down. But when Dessers, you know, as you said, put the keeper down and then it's just screaming, just roll it in with your left foot and he elected to hit it with his right. I don't know whether that was something to do with it, but as you know, standing behind him, you know, it would have, I thought, you know, because he's kind of slightly to the left of the goal, you know, how could you possibly miss from there, Cyril? But I mean, it's how could you possibly lob the keeper from from the, from the first one, and and he did that, you know, and, and he said, you know, it's either absolutely awesome stuff, you know, it's uh, it's Brazil nineteen seventy two, I don't know, Christ, it'll be a so uh, rangers 19 uh, for the
2: 2012 i think <laughs> oh, God. yeah th- it was another one of them as well later on uh, we'll talk about the goal that we did concede david thomas i know that I, I mean the last couple of times that we've been on i've I, even i've said that we take we we tend to concede the silly ones where it's the simple ball that we just don't quite look lively enough to you know, to snuff it out there and they'll just keep going and, and the ball's in the back of, of our net before we even know it It's we're con- we conceded the, the sloppy goals I mean and I don't want to look at the big picture too much because of where we are and, and how many games we've got left in the league but if you're the manager you must be thinking these sloppy goals that we're conceding can hurt you when it comes to that, the end of the season it comes to how much have you won you know when in games where we were fortunate to have it wrapped up and it looked comfortable, and I like, especially say Michael Beale, the Beale era, one sloppy goal like that could have cost us. Especially there's an equaliser.
3: I think you've got to give Ross County a, a, a bit of credit as well for the goal because I mean the ball from Brophy was absolutely beautiful ball. It was just in the right place where you want to put it it sort of a started off um, actually I think Lundstrom won it first of all and, and, and Cantwell got it eventually Cantwell tried to put it down the wing and I think it, the Matondo was off and running and the, the Ross County player he cut it out and headed it up the field a bit and then there was another Ross County player he put it over his head now I don't know but I just get a feeling that John Souter could have actually got his head in that at that moment. I'm not sure about that. It might just have been him behind him, but it wasn't far away from him. So I, I don't know where John Souter could have cut it out at that moment, but he didn't. Then he swapped places with uh, with, with um, Golson. Golden came across and cut off Brophy, and Murray. He he went with uh, well, well he should have went. Souter should have went with, with Murray into the middle. Unfortunately, um, Golden Brophy was holding his shirt. But let's face it, I, I, I wouldn't have given a foul for that because uh, I think it's just part of football these days that, that people do hold your shirt for a minute. And and he uh, he, he whipped over and whipped, whipped over across Dave, Davies disagreeing with me. But um, yeah, well, you should have seen me playing football, Dave. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> no, but. Um, Bruffy uh, Bruffy whipped across beautiful ball. But I think Souter should have had uh, should have had the, the Murray in, in his sights and he didn't he let Murray get away from him uh, in the middle of the goal and that's uh that's a crime real. It was uh, I mean I know you can you try and position yourself in a position that you can go every way, but if, when you don't know where the where the player is when you let him go that you're supposed to be marking, then uh, I think that's a, a fault from Souter. Anybody, anybody can can let across. It's very rarely that a fullback or a or a centre half or whatever was out in the in the wing will stop every ball coming in. And this was just a, a beautiful ball. And I think you've got to give Ross County uh, that I mean, Murray took it absolutely fantastically as well. So uh, yes, a mistake, two mistakes maybe. Um, goal to knock out another ball and Souter letting the, the player get away from him. But uh, I think you've got to give Ross County some, some.
2: Uh, they, they, they were the Ross County done it well as well. Yeah, I mean, I hate to to on Trump trumpet, but if you'd read the opposition report that all all people can look at on our Patreon, um, I did the opposition report in County um, from Friday. I was kind of worried they might have appointed a manager after I had finished it, to be honest. But uh, I didn't end up with that. But Simon Murray was really looking through their team, he is well was a top goal scorer. I mean, I was quite I was quite close to their, their shape. They played the three uh the five three two. Um I was wrong, I forgot I completely forgot that Eamon Brophy was at Ross County. Um he's kind of went you know, he's he's fallen out of the limelight. I mean, he had Scotland caps, he was at Sumirin. It didn't quite work out after a really good spell at Kilmarnock. Um but I mean that's that shows you the class he still has. Next, and I, I hate to keep going into déjà vu, but DVP serial misses a <laughs> Um again. Puts the goal in his backside. I, I, it's the the duality of serial Dessers. He has the the composure, you know, to to keep hold of the ball, to you know, get his shape right to then get a shot away. But he manages to just pick out the centre half on the goal line perfectly. It's one of these where you think if he maybe. Gets 10 shots. You're thinking two or three go in. But it's going to be these ones where it's the dotted shots in and around the penalty box. There'll be a screamer in there. There'll be one that's come off his thigh like he did against Servette. He's he's really, really difficult to predict as a striker.
0: Uh, well, he's predictably unpredictable. <laughs> <There's>, <laughs> no, he's... The problem I have, you know, in, in, on a more serious note, is that it's this is going to cost us. My my concern in, in all of this, now I hate to be a prophet of doom and gloom, my my concern in all of this is that we cannot afford to continue to be as profligate in front of goal as we were last night. For the amount of you know possession that we had, the chances that we're creating, we need to be converting these. We should have beaten you know, we if I had that game last night gone to double figures it would not have been a surprise. It would not have been unjustified with the, the amount of chances that we had. And uh, I, I, when things get tight and things will get tight, you know, if you think that people in the stand were anxious last night, you ain't seen nothing yet. Wait till, wait till the, the real crunch games come. And uh, and, and how of this, you know, when we are playing at the same time, news filters through, they've gone 2-0 up. Things at Ibrooks are, you know, not going to plan. And uh, watch how this goes. Watch how this un- unfolds. So if we've got uh, strikers who, who can't, you know, take the time and, and, and have the composure to finish in the circumstances in which they were playing last night, then uh, I, I'm just a wee bit nervous about how things are going to fold, un- un- unfold in the future. So, But uh, Cyril, he's capable of, you know, sublime things. He's also capable of some shite things. But... Uh, uh, efficiency in goals is just, just a wee bit worrying for me.
3: I think that's it as well, Dave. I think, say, when you when you come up against these uh, serial defensive teams, uh, I'm, I'm going to put Kumbarnov down as a, sort of an example just now, that can score one goal and then defend and then for 80 minutes. That's the ty- type of teams that we've got to worry about because that's where we're uh, sort of, a, yeah, we're, we're, we're not very good at no, I mean, you just fire at them, keep coming at them, keep coming on, they just defend. We're different now, I must admit. We're a bit different now. I mean, we're under under Bill and under Gio, you knew the ball was going down the wing. I mean, the, the Livingston manager said that himself. He says, I just made sure that the balls went down the wing. Baris and to... And we had three big centre-halves in the middle. They just kept heading the ball away. And that's the way we were in the past. But thankfully, we seemed to get away from that. And... Uh, we're, we're, we're now different, but as a, as a the, the biggest problem is when we come up against these teams that can defend for ninety minutes, then uh, then then we're gonna be in trouble. If we don't score that one chance, then uh, then we're gonna get into trouble.
2: Yeah. I made a comparison to serial Dessers today where I was saying he's the jack of all trades type of striker. He's not a poacher, he's he's, he's not a finisher that gives me with a lot of hope anytime like bearing down one on one in that. I'm not going to be there. You go, put the money on the put my house on the, on the fact that he's going to find the net. Um, but he is, he can find the net. It's hard to predict when, but he's got more tools in his Arsenal than just I'm a finisher. That's what I do. I sit in the penalty box and I put the ball in the net. He drops deep. He makes intelligent runs. He's made some great passes. As a the fan, I can remember the PSV pass. And where he's a second late and he's offside, but he gets it perfect. He's going to be a player that, I, I don't want to keep saying it's a, he's not playing enough, because, I mean, he is. He's he started most games now, and, and he's certainly getting better as the season's going on, because, I mean, I, I think at the start of the season, if you'd pointed out a striker and said that, here's the, he's, he's the number nine, he's, he's the striker for our team, and then you watched him for the 90 minutes, you'd think, I do not know why the kit man's playing up top, but you know, he certainly under Clement has has had a resurgence. Um and I think over time, I'm hoping the consistency will kind of kick in, you know, a Kyle Lafferty esque run in with the goals in every other game and goals when he's and just having a, a really good spell because I mean he certainly you see his celebrations, he loves he loves playing for the team, he loves scoring for the fans. I think he loves his song more than more than anybody. Um, so his second goal is is I I say it's a it's a harder finish than any of the two he missed that the the open goal that's that's but that's that's the that's the criteria that Dessers fills and goes well. I'm going to score that one then. The ball, you know, he, he needs to hang back and, and catch it and put it out the the reach of the keepers. It's a really intelligent finish, but um, I think instead of keeping on about Dessers on and on and on, I will start to put some praise on the guy who's assisted his first goal and got the assist in his second goal. Uh, James Tav, DVP. P, he's... I mean, it, it would end up being a three-assist night for the captain. Um, the Ranger socials today were talking about his pass map. Um, we talked about the, the pass of the first goal. These, it's one of those where you think he's got three assists, but with... And I'll, I'll bring it up now. There's still some people in the camp that will say he had a horrible game last night. I think I don't want I don't want to point fingers, but Curry, our, our old pal, uh, he's, I think he tweeted today, he said three assists and it was still crap. Um, it's, what does the man have to do to to be given a a, a night off? I mean, it, I, I, I'm looking at the the uh, thought mob is that they do their player ratings and he got a nine point seven, uh, and was it the player of the match? It's hard to do
0: a better night's work than James Tav did last night. What he has to do, Andrew, is uh, is simply leave Rangers. That's what <laughs> he has to do, <clears throat> and, and that's when he will be appreciated. So, uh, and we realise, you know, when we get someone else who doesn't quite produce, the news, who's actually nowhere near the numbers that James Tavania produces, and then we'll say, oh gosh, maybe wish we'd Tav back. You know, it's the grass is always that other colour, so. <laughs> It's uh, no, that, that's that's what he needs to do to be full to, to get full appreciation is just leave, wait 18 months, and we'll all be crying, you know, on Friday nights with, with our beer, consoling ourselves that Tav that with some player and we were privileged to see him and how we would want him back. What a player we'll never see his likes again, and, and that's when we'll have those wee moments. But until that he does leave, that's not going to happen. We're always going to have people who say, you know, but. But I know he scored a hundred odd goals, and he's now, you know, in the top half dozen of Rangers scorers ever. But but you know, but fuck all. I mean, he's the guy's just uh, his numbers just tell, tell the story. So I I don't think we need to uh, make too much of a case for Tav. So I'm, I'm waiting on Curry coming back to me and to tell me you're you're talking a load of pish. Yeah, yeah absolute. So but, <clears throat> that that's my opinion. For what it's worth
3: Dave can I, can I come in there where, where do you In Rangers history Of right backs We've, we've had some great ones Sandy Jardin Probably Heralded as, a, as The best ever Where,
0: where do you rate him on, on that list I mean he must well, be I, up there Yeah, you know, He's definitely on the podium Absolutely definitely On the podium You know for uh, you know, as I would have to have a, a serious think about that In terms of You know it's all about The, the, the team that he plays in but, I mean, Tav's individual contribution, oh, God, he's, I would, gold, silver, or bronze, I'd, I'd have to, if you give me some time to think about that, I could come back with an answer, Dave, but he's certainly one of the three. So, uh, that he's up there. I mean, they're not, oh, he's, well, go, said, go on YouTube, have a look at, at Tavernier's, you know, his goal, the real of goals that this guy has scored for Rangers. And, I mean, never mind the assists, which are just nuts, but just have a look at the goals he scored, and then come back and tell me that he's not a, hes not one of the people. I mean, it's—it's it's, the case is just—it's closed for me. It's, the case is closed. Well, I mean,
3: there's—I suppose. Sorry, Andrew, I'm taking that away from you a wee bit. Um, Trev, uh, is it Trevor Stevens that, that that was right back as well? I think having well, Jarred I, mean, Jordan, I was,
0: think it's Gary Stevens. Gary. Was,
3: Gary Stephen, uh,
0: sorry, sorry. And you. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, we've had, we've, had some, we've had some really good right backs, you know, and some smashing full backs throughout the years. No one, no one comes near uh, James Tavernier in terms of goal scoring and, and assists, you know, and, uh, you know, we always complain. And I, you know, I, I see him walk about the pitch and, you know, waving his arms at people. And he is, a, he is getting up. He's more vocal now than, than he's ever been. He used to be actually quite quiet there, but. Uh, the number of it, sis. I mean, and watching him last night, sometimes uh, I think that he's. He, he, I think he feels the responsibility, I think, that of, of being captain. You know, maybe maybe just a wee bit too much. So, but I think uh, but it certainly doesn't detract from his, his goal scoring attempts. Jeez, I'm on, you know, uh, Tav is there in uh, with tough moments, you know, the cup final. Just, I don't. I'm, I'm What I'm, do, I'm going to do is I'm going to just shut up now because I've, uh, there's no there's no case there's no case against James Tavernier that I have heard which has any plausibility. So I'm just going to hand it back, please. It's, it's James Tavernier is on the fucking podium. Now
2: uh, you can talk about him all, all all the amount of time you want because I I rambled on about Stephen Davis on the podcast after he announced his retirement for the first maybe fifteen twenty minutes. that fell out of the pod, so I, I'm in no position to point fingers at um rambling on about a certain player. Um we kinda of, I I would like to point out, and I think it would be good not to, uh, we kind of we gave credit to County when when they for the goal they scored. I think their keeper deserves a lot of credit for keeping that score you know south of south of ten and, and south of five in the end as well. Um he, he really, I mean, I'd, I'd never heard of the boy. I I, I think I remember Ross Lailaw being the county keeper. But, um you know, for a guy on loan, he, he, he's only a 22-year-old lad. I mean, that's quite relatively young for the position he plays. <laughs> 19 saves, I think it came out to being, on the night he had. It was given us a, a 10 rating on flash scores, which is nuts for a keeper who conceded three. Let's not forget a 9.1 in Fort Mub. I think it was. They said that Rangers' XG last night was nine, uh, four point nine one, um, and he kept it to three. It's rare you see that oh, an XG, firstly an XG that high, and then also not matching and being a, a, only three. And then from the boy, yeah, some credit needs to be given to him, David T. I
3: think he had some great saves. I, I will, I will admit that, but he had a hell of a lot of work. He had a hell of a lot of luck. He had one that went through his legs. He dived forward to get the ball on the ground. It went through his legs and hit his back foot. He had his knees and his knees on the ground, and it went right through his legs, hit his back foot, and went off to the side. Uh, he, he had a couple of punches at the ball that he was lucky. He didn't end up in his uh, his own goal. Uh, no, I'm afraid. He, he did make some good saves, but I, I think a, a lot was was luck. And uh, yeah, I seen somebody saying it's uh, on one of the, the websites that it's a, a keeper ranger should be looking at. I'm afraid not, and not in that uh, sighting that uh, I think we should be. I mean, I don't think it, I think he was okay. I think a lot of the shots that were were from uh, quite a distance, and. Sort of a virtually right him. There was a, a good shot that he saved from Cantwell, I think it was, which was right down at the post. Um, but, I mean, the, the, the shot from um, Lundström had a shot, and then I think that um, Lawrence had a couple of shots as well. It's really shots that you, you're expecting your keeper to save because they weren't near the corner. Cantwell had a really good shot up in the top corner, uh, late, quite late on in the game but again I think that's a, a, a save that you're expecting your keeper to make and he's a bit lumpy guy. so I mean any shot really the, the, he, he can still stay in his feet and just tip over the bar he shouldn't have any problems with them really but um, no I, I, I think he'd been a good game but I think he'd uh, and if you look at Ross County's record in, in other games then I think that's what you've got to look at as well uh, the, the other games yeah. I mean he, he had a super super game super night uh, whether whether he'll, he'll replicate it again, as uh, as, uh I, I think as I say, I think it was just nine out of the ten saves were were sort of a saves that you would expect your keeper to make.
2: Yeah, I, I would say it's some bounce back for the lad because I I, I double checked with the the previous game which was a, a five 0 thumping mm-hmm. by Motherwell, and he was given a four point six rating. So going from four point six to a, a ten. Uh, or 9.1, and according to where you look, is uh not a bad bounce back. You know, I'm sure he'd be hoping to replicate it, but I don't see it happening uh, because I mean, I don't know. It's just one of those nights you probably don't see that kind of game again. I mean, I don't remember a game as, as one sided as it was, DFP. I think it was, was it like 35, you know? I, 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 I can't remember the number, I'll, I'll put up quickly. Um no, it's a so goal go for it. Uh, 43, sorry, I forty three. Sorry, yeah, you're right. Forty three total shots. I mean, we bossed possession, which we always do. Um, eight big chances. You know, a passing was was crisp. We had twenty corners. It's a. Uh, it was certainly an offensive uh, show. It's just a, a shame we couldn't have got more on on the stat that counted than three.
0: Yeah, in the second half, you know, it becomes something of a conversation piece in the in the club day where Corner fifteen. Take fifteen. You know, roll them, see see what happens this time. Oh, same again, booted out. So, I mean, I I think we should be... And we were actually discussing whether we actually... uh, What do we do in the training ground with corners? You know, having had 20 of them, we we certainly get plenty of practice last night, but we just didn't seem to vary it enough for me in terms of uh, what we were expecting, you know, a a different outcome from the same corner, you know, 10 times on the spin. You know, okay, well... I suppose, you know, one of them is going to happen. It'll be a brush off someone somewhere that we're not expecting. But uh, I would have I would have thought we could have been a bit more creative with that. Because you, you see Todd Cantwell go out there, you know, most, on most occasions he'll go to the corner taker. So I'm sure it can't be beyond the wit of man or, or the wit of the Rangers players to him up with, you know, a variation on the corners and, and, and keep the, the, the opposition guessing. But when we just line one up after the other, just keep pumping it into the six-yard box, you know, it becomes it becomes a bit routine. It certainly did last night, you know. When
3: yes, it's not team, just last
0: night, Dave. You know, that's that's a that's a thing we've been we've, we've had for
3: the yeah I think I, I think for years really. It's the same tavernier. and uh, well it was born a it's now it's changed over to to red fan. The corners are the exact same.
0: Only, only, for, for a in the second half. You know, towards the end of the game, to say, right. i will try and mix it up about only to put it out the park from the corner. You know, and trying and, yep. you know yeah. b- play an outswinger, but just uh, borrowing too much. That's hey, oh. At least, at least they varied it rather than it, it being the swinger.
2: Yeah, I believe that was only our second goal from a corner this season. Um, uh, John Suter's goal. Um, Again, another two assist which rounded in the office three for the night. <laughs> a hat trick of assists. Um, yeah, I'm just uh, we kind of touched on it earlier the kind of the nerviness when when county scored. I go back to the kind of the kind of it's flashback to the the Beal era. The, I don't want to say toxicity because by no means is it as bad as it was under Michael Beal. I'd be completely lying if I said it was anywhere near it. But, um, you know, I don't know what it is today in social media. It kind of creeped back in when we were at 1-H last night. The kind of, you know, angst in the support. I mean, yes, the nerves are kicking in. I, I get that we've still got the, the scar tissue from holding on to 1-0 leads with 10 minutes to play. But, I mean, poking holes in players' performances, I mean, I think I can count. I I, I can count, it's countless times I've seen people going, McCausland's getting it in social media, he's not good enough, blah 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 Scott Wright, people you know, he's not good enough, why is he still here, I mean he's still here and that's all we can do about that, Goldson came in a bit of criticism for the way he celebrated Souter's goal Um, Raskin's not as good as he was last season we just I'll I'll open the floor to both of you on this one are we are we now just forgetting what it's like to be in a title race and the fact that we're going to A, rotate a squad, so you're going to see Scott Wright. Cortez can't start every game, so you're going to need to see Matondo. Uh, you know, Goldson's had countless good years beforehand. Yeah, he's due a, a wee dip in form every now and again. That's just human. I mean, are we just being overly critical for once because we're, we feel like we're close and we feel like this could be a really successful
0: season? Here's something I think would help. I think if Philip Clement was to call out the Rangers fans, not not, you know, for being bad boys or anything, but just explaining to them just a, a wee a note of caution, Rangers fans. This is going to be a fraught with danger. So if you're not, you know, up for it, you know, to turn up at Ibrox and support the team and it's going to get a wee bit hairy at times, you know, there'll be times when we're in the last ten minutes looking for a goal. We need you to get behind us. We don't need, you know, the because last night is is only the warm up to the main event because you ain't seen nothing yet as to how this is going to this is going to unfold, so I think we should be honest with ourselves and have a you know a big boys discussion about exactly what we expect of the Rangers fans you know in a in a title run in because as you say Andrew it's it's been a wee while so there's a danger that we, we could come off the rails here so I wouldn't want that to happen I think we should just get realistic that you know. I know there's there's not much we can do, but there is something we can do to affect the things on the pitch. And I think the more we encourage the team, and and I'm hanging my hat on you know the Europa League run of a couple of years ago, when when you know this the crowd within Ibrooks undoubtedly for for my mind uh, affected the results in some of those games to our advantage. So I think we we need to kind of get off the. That we expect to win, and and get more into the, the the groove that we we hope to win, and we will encourage the team to win because, I mean I've seen the Rangers support for decades, and the ranger support is at its best when we are in a genuine contest, when you know there is a a feeling among the ranger support that this game could go either way, and that our support of the team will make the difference. When the ranger support turn up and expect to win, completely different animal. So I think we should, you know, cut the team some slack, is that we don't have a God-given right to roll these teams over. You know, as much as we want to, it's, it's not going to happen as a matter of course. We have to help, help them make it happen. Here endeth the sermon.
1: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
3: Yeah, obviously, obviously you're you're right, Dave. Um, But I think there is certain people and, and possibly everybody at some time enjoys a good moan. And I think um, I mean I, I, I remember one game that that was uh, years ago, and I think it was Robertson that was a was a uh, left back, and the game was a, a minute old, and he just it was controlling the ball and it went out for a shy, and he was getting called all the names under the sun that you could think of. I won't repeat them, not even for repeating on here. And that was after a minute, and I, I I was just sitting there and I thought, what the heck is this? I mean, why the guy? It's a minute. The game's a minute old. And it just—I uh, think there always, there always will be people like that in the extreme. It's the same as you as you get left-wing people, right-wing people. I, I, I think that's the same. You get people that are that are in the extreme. I know. I know. I've got one in my family that's uh, in the extreme. I'm—I'm am I'm a it I'm myself at, at times, although I don't think I'm that extreme. But um, no, I yeah. think. Uh, I, <laughs> I think it's a. Uh, I, I think it's an uh, no, way like to get with it. And I, I just don't understand, Dave, when when and Andrew. I, I don't understand how we can do it for European nights. Uh, is it is it because it's a different crowd who are buying tickets and not all season ticket holders? And then you get then you got last night uh and, and, and last week, um when when Build My Gallows all of a sudden gets, gets sung at the old old park seems to do to take part in it. But when other songs come on that they've been singing for years and getting the game alight, then, then it doesn't take on. And I just don't understand that. I, I just think, guys, let's get together and let's get these songs, the songs that that, that, that fill the whole park. And, yeah, that's just the way I think. I mean, I, personally... It's obviously. If, 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 I mean, if, I would sing if everybody's singing about me. Obviously, you're not going to stand there and and be alone, sort of a star. Everybody look at you, and say what that are they doing? But uh, oh, solo I mean, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, it'd be great if everybody just started, and maybe that'll help when uh, once the 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 bears get behind the, the 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 Union Bears get behind the goal, maybe that'll help to to spread the sound a bit better. I put I
2: put this. To both of you again, and I'll bring up a comment. Um, it was the 30th of September last last year, obviously 2023. We played Aberdeen at Ibrox. Uh, we conceded in the 38th minute, we conceded the 68th minute, we scored in the 75th minute, we conceded the third in the 85th minute, and it ended the reign of Michael Beal at that point did you think, as of 15th of Feb 2024, we would bait? Tied on goal difference, tied in points, the next old from being at Ibrox with a chance to take the lead in the league. I'm, I'm certainly not the only one that will think that was foregone conclusion, the league was over. Either, I'll, I'll put a, a David to you first. You, I, I can't be the only one thinks that. And that's, this is one of these points where I keep saying, I mean, I'd, I'd, it's, it's not as much about we're going to win the league, for me. it's it's not. I don't answer that question, do you think we're going to win the league? I'm more proud of the fact we're still in a title race, and I think the manager needs to take a lot of credit. The players need to take a lot of credit for really bucking up their ideas, but I don't think that's really been their choice. I think it's been the man in the dugout who's picking up a lot of yellow cards, it has to be said, but it's his power, it's his man management, it's his squad that he's brought in that has turned this ship around. David T, end of that Michael later. Uh, we were so far gone.
3: Yeah, well, I think everybody, as you should say, I think everybody thought thought, thought it was all over. Uh, I mean, at one point, I, I actually think, I'm, I'm not sure, 100% sure in this, but I actually think at one point we were actually, because Celtic played first, I think we were actually 11 points behind at one time. And uh, we've obviously, yeah, when we when, when come in, I mean, the way we were playing at that time didn't help as well. Uh, I mean, let's face it. If we were playing the way that we're playing just now, we possibly, no, well, we're, we're still in with a chance. But the way we were playing under Bill, and obviously, we're in this, I won't dig up all the old Bill stuff. But obviously, there wasn't it wasn't right. There was a lot going on in the dressing room. I think, what that wasn't correct at that time, and we moved on. And Big Phil came in, and listen. Big Phil, we keep saying, "Oh, we've got this there in one game. We've got to." You seen yesterday that Big Phil's human. He he wanted to get that one goal to 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 give us a lead. He wanted that badly, and uh, we didn't get it. And that's that's the way. I mean, if you look at now, I, I haven't read any, but from what I've, I've been hearing on the on the Rangers website, the. the 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 Tim supporters are now putting the straws. Ah, yeah, he's didn't he get in top. Listen, we've got at least eight points back from them, and they're 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 putting happiness on that we didn't get that one goal last night. We have pulled back eight points, which is is absolutely enormous. I mean, we would never have thought of that. Never, and we would never have thought even the way we could be playing. See some of the one touch football last night. It was absolutely gorgeous. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking now the the, the shot um, Cortez had, he moved through. The ball went from Tavernier to to um, Cantwell to uh, Fabio Silva. And Tavernier, I think, was there as well. That was four people. And it was just pop, 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 pop. And then Cortez had a shot at goal. And uh, the, some of the one-touch football was absolutely brilliant. We never saw that. Uh, four months ago, or whatever it was, we we just saw the, the the just a team that was disorganized, a team that that hadn't a clue, and a team that really didn't want to be there, to be honest with you. And I think that's a big difference now, in, uh, and uh we really are in a race. When was the last time? I mean, even when we won fifty five, it wasn't really a race either, was it? Because we were we were so far in front, uh, in and it might have been a race at the beginning of the season but we've not really i think helicopter sunday was the last time that, that i can really remember a, a sort of a really big race where we, we were sort of a i mean even even in helicopter sunday we sort of like giving up but uh, wonder both and wonder the best day of my life
2: david P, will bring you on i mean it's not I, i'm yeah, 55 i'm not people. saying i'm not saying we went we march
0: i'll
2: go on that if I, i'm cutting you off you go for it
0: Sorry, March the 7th, we won 55 There wasn't a title race. Rangers ran away with it. Yeah. So it was, uh, it, was it was over. Uh, I mean, we ended up going through the, the whole campaign undefeated, as we as we all know. But, uh, the, yeah, the, the camp, we really just need to get our shit together and hold our nerve. You know, so I think everyone just needs to kind of calm down and realise that, you know, that there are, there are 13 games to go. So there are going to be bumps in the road. There's no doubt about it. So just... Uh, just get it into your head that it is going to happen, but we just have to make sure. I think the, the crucial test, and probably for me, the, the, the two you know, most important games of the season, are, for me, are going to be the fight against against them at Ibrox. When I don't know what happened to Michael Beal. He kind of lost his shit that day and we just uh, folded. But I think the next game at Ibrooks is going to be as important because I think we can... Uh, we can do some real damage to them that day because they're already feeling the heat, which, because now that we've, uh, you know, and all that stuff that you, you're on about, Dave, about them, you know, saying, ah, but look, he's he's didn't quite make it last night. They're shitting themselves. There's no doubt about it. They are uh, they're feeling the pressure. So I think if we can just uh, match them until we get them at Ibrooks and then put them to the sword that day, I will be a very happy chappy.
2: For me, it's the main thing is that we all are firmly behind Philip Colmon. I think that's a given. You now he's the League Cup and, and back at Ibrox. He's playing lovely football. Relax, let the man do his job. Yeah. That's the main thing. I, I can get. We have the yeah. nerves. We've seen it before. We've been in this position before. I get that, that fans can feel the nervy. It's a title race. That's that's what happens. But my overwhelming feeling is, yeah. I trust the man in charge. I didn't. I I, I hung on too long with Michael Beale. I will hold my hands up and thought, if we won that over from Ibrox, he, he may have been still been in the job. Um, he would have had more goodwill with the tank. But we made the right decision. The board made the right decision. We brought the right man in, and he's had a superb effect in our club. And I trust him. I trust him. Any any decision he makes. And that's what's keeping me calm in this race, and I've got a feeling that's what's keeping the players calm as well, because I'm I, and I, I'm certain that's the reason why there's this, this section of the crowd that's worrying, is the the question of the mentality, the bottle. You know, I don't think that is even a theory in Clement's head. He's got his story, is he is he he keeps telling his story, and the players are bought into the story. It's a marathon, not a sprint. We are no longer their shadow. We're running alongside them now. They can they can see us. It's no it's no the foregone conclusion they thought it was. We just need to relax. Keep playing our football because we're playing some lovely stuff. Enjoy this race, because we're doing we're doing superb. Let's just focus on the positives and get behind the team. It, it's it's hard because you know 'cause we're supporters. That's what's the what's the first part of that? Support. Let's support the team. I, I don't I, I I can't stand it on social media. seem players getting yeah, I mean, slaughtered. I,
0: I think I think the advice to enjoy it is uh is going to fall on deaf ears. It's certainly going to fall on my deaf ears because I think you know we've invested so much into it. You know, enjoying it is is a stretch. You only enjoy it when we get the end of season CD and we can watch the games again, you know, with a big stack of beer <laughs> beside us. And, you know, the empties at the telly anytime anybody scores against us, you know. So that that's when you enjoy it. But I think you know, un, un, until it's over, I think we uh, you, you're because you're loving it so much, aren't you? you're just you're in the in the groove. You want it so much, and I think that's what shines through from the crowd is that you know we, we want this so much that. You know that the, the even the thought of, of not this this not going well is just is too painful to to you know consider. And I think uh, Philip Clement is, is is fantastic. By the way, see watching them in the touchline. It, I mean the, the Rangers the Rangers team are out there almost in his image, in terms of the the, the fervor, you know the the enthusiasm, the energy that. Uh, they, they're putting into the, their football these days is just a reflection of the manager on the touchline so uh, yeah, he's certainly made some difference but you've got to love Philip on. You know
3: where I think you can find it as well, I, I think you can see the players are totally different now the, I think if you look at um, Todd Cantwell to take Todd Cantwell as an example if you take the first weeks that Kouman came in he subbed uh, Cantwell a, a, a few times, I think three or four, two times or something like that maybe, even that he subbed him early. And you could see, I mean, even uh, even as much as three weeks ago, I think I said, Cantwell doesn't look a happy person. And if you just see the way he has turned around, if you see the way Dessers has turned around now uh, and and how the the sort of a happiness, I mean, they're just showing happiness on the, and it's coming out in the football. Uh, you can just see that they are enjoying their football now. And I think that's the the, the best way to, to to show it. Uh yeah, it's, uh, mm. it, it's a it's fantastic turnaround, and uh, let's just hope it keeps going. And uh, and we still get some players to come back. Don't forget that. I don't know. I I seen a a thing about Mister Roof today. I don't know whether Mister Roof is going to play a part on uh, on, on coming the, the run-in. And see, you you're saying no, Dave. Stop, Dave.
0: No. <laughs> I don't want to hear that name again on a, a Rangers podcast. out Roof, It's gone. Let it go. Don't mention him. He'll be gone in the summer and uh, that's it. K. Roof is not going to save our season any way whatsoever. Gone. It's finished. Don't mention him again.
2: <laughs> I'm sure there'll be goals popping in from all players that we don't even expect. And I wouldn't be surprised if... I mean, we've seen it in Spain, at Batiste. If you'd said to me that Roof would have settled that game for us, you know. Think, think back to before the the PSV Champions League qualifier. If he'd said he's going to top the Europa League group and it'll be a, a roof goal in Spain that does it, I would have told you you were bonkers And it, it, I, I'm surprised yeah, he's no injured. It's, probably. It's just a way. It's just it's a. Life it's of just manageable. It. It's, it's definitely a, Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I I'll, mean, kind of,
0: welcome to the life. Of, uh, Andrew, I was watching the uh, versus Roma earlier on tonight in, in the mm-hmm. champions league did you watch it it was finished one each I think uh, so I'm watching the uh, Roma and the uh, you know l- batter into each other and and I'm sitting there thinking we just could take either of the two of them'm <laughs> 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 just maybe I'm just getting ahead of myself you know I'm thinking you know are they better are they better than us? I am not so sure. So that's uh that's where I'm headed, you know. <laughs> it's just it's amazing how we uh, can get the positive from any situation. But that that's that's just who we are, I guess, eh? That's who I am. Man. That would be a that
3: would be a cracker, dude. To... Des are scoring a hat trick against Feynord to put us through. That would be a cracker.
2: <laughs> right, that I that, I wouldn't say no to that. That's the magic of the Europa League for you. James.
3: I'll
2: sign up. For it. <laughs> don't, don't get me too. So, far ahead. <laughs> I, I, I just I wanted think to it bring it up
0: it gets better, unless we, you know, be
2: a uh, I, I wanted to bring up. You Sorry. spoke about him there, David T. Um, Todd Cantwell. I'm surprised that I hadn't managed to put it in the in the agenda for tonight, um, because i mean desso i think he took the in stadium man of the match for his two goals but rangers tv gave it to todd cantwell he has been just such a menace for the opposition to deal with i i i, I love these performances so much i'll even let him off with the probably the most stupidest yellow card i think i've ever seen in my entire life um, absolutely no need to kick the ball at the guy he's good good aim i suppose because i've got a feeling deep down he might have been trying that, um, to be a wee menace but um, his performance again last night, David T, it was just everything he was doing was crisp he was being creative and it was coming off, it, it's, it's such a a, a shadow, it's, it's just so much better than like, you, you went back to this, getting subbed off early, the Limassol game but he was unhappy, he just looks like he's ready to just run like the midfield, run in our attacking phase of play and just being class as a whole, every minute of his performances.
3: I think possibly in the beginning, and he's obviously had trouble with other managers. He's not; it's not just one manager that he's problems with. He's had problems with, with, with a few managers, and I think he's had problems with on in the in the beginning. I think Komon's obviously told him, "Listen, this is the way I want you to play. This is the way you should be playing." And I think in the it's just my own opinion of it, it's not. I've not any secret uh, people that, that know in the know. But um, I think um, that uh, that Cantwell has now sort of uh, realised I need to calm down, and I need to. Uh, the, the manager has probably got a point. I think in the beginning he was trying too much. Last season he was uh, he he played really good last season I mean he really when he came into the team first of all he really helped us and it was the same with Raskin uh, last last season who hasn't been hitting the the, the 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 heights this season although I don't think I think as, as long as Lawrence is fit where Raskin is going to fit in the team I, I really find difficult to work out because uh, I think that'll be a I mean Lawrence is a, a stand-up to, to at least to play in the big games maybe if we're playing in the, the, the smaller games Raskin might get in, but uh, I don't see him displacing uh, either uh, Lundström or Warrens. And to be honest with you, the way Diamonde came on last night and the way he played when he came on, I was even maybe a wee bit surprised if Raskin can out the team. Because I thought, I thought Diamondi when he came on, was absolutely fantastic as well. He played, played some beautiful balls. And there was one one particular moment that he, he he passed the ball inside, and it just opened up the whole park for uh, for for the, for the next attack. It was absolutely a fantastic ball, and uh, no, I think uh, I, I think, yeah, Cantwell's just he's just found uh, happiness. I think I think I mean they all love it. Eyebrooks. It doesn't matter who you who you talk to, what player you talk to, they love it at Eyebrooks, and obviously that only comes with success. And players feeling happy, and I think I think that's the big thing that that on um, has done. I think he's got the dressing room is happy. I mean, what was it he said that night that he he let the guys go out for a night out in the town, and even even I think he, he he came away with uh playing was pretty funny the next day, but uh, but we got it done. So so he's obviously gave let them get their hair down a wee bit. And uh, and get out and and mix mix. I mean, I think virtually every big co- uh, company now, nowadays do these uh, these nights out for for the workers where they they're, they're supposed to bond together. And why should football players be any different? But I think that's a I think that's a big thing. The players are, are happy with each other now, and that was the exact same in the '55 season. I think I think you, if you see the saw the, the players then, the dressing room was really happy and. I think that was the the, the difference between Clichy and, uh, and Beal is that Beal had lost the dressing room and uh, Clichy has bonded together and with the supporters as well. I think he's got the supporters on his side as well.
2: I oh, definitely. I think uh, it, I said I keep going back to the Aberdeen game and and just the complete difference that the, the new manager has made. I mean, it, it's it's something that. If it goes the way we want it, come end of the season, it'll be statue esque. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but he's he's had some some impact on the on the team, on the players, on the fan base, um, just kind of making the team in his image, you know, and being, you know, just taking the pressure off the players. I think he takes he takes a lot of the kind of pressure off the guys on the park. He takes it in the press room. He takes the pressure off his players. He, he's brilliant at handling the questions that are kind of poking that I, I, I remember sitting in the press room I think three days or something until the window shut and everyone's asking the questions are we getting more in Is, are we getting Shankland? and he, he was just happy to just whatever happens happens we're working hard we're doing our we're doing our work and we'll, we'll see how it goes and just calm and influence he has um he's I love him at bits. I hate that it's I can't describe it any any smoother than that, that. He's just I trust him. He's got my entire back and, and I'm sure that I'm not the only one that's like that. That being said, our next game is away in Perth at the weekend. Um a quick rundown again. It's, I'm doing the opposition reports on the Patreon now, um so you'll be a St Johnston one going up closer to match day. Maybe tomorrow we'll see how uh what our scheduling's like but main thing I've managed to pick is St Johnston the last time they scored more than one goal in a game was back in November so you're thinking it falls right into our hands even if they get one and the off chance they do we're just going to keep working we're going to get our heads down and we're going to always find that result it seems that I mean the guys are looking confident David P it just seems like if we continue to do our work it doesn't matter what we're coming up against because we're just going to roll through them
0: yeah i think as long as we can uh, go out there and play with the energy you know the pace uh that and match the opposition because sometimes that's that's what they do to kind of overcome the, the the absolute fact that the rangers have better players technically they're better players therefore you know the work rate and energy that they can apply closing people down is is their attempt to kind of equalise the, the the relative you know merits of, of each playing a eleven, so I think if you just match that, then uh, you just uh, take that away from them, and uh, we should be. We should, it's always not. I mean, it's football, isn't it? It isn't always going uh, going to go to plan, but I think on, on most occasions, I think uh, a lot of it's in our own hands, and and certainly the attitude which uh, the Philip commons teams play with. You know, I, I think we should, we've got more than enough to be in care of St. Johnson. So if, if it goes to uh, to script, uh, and, and that doesn't mean it will, but I'm, I'm hoping that it will, then I can see us winning quite comfortably with uh, a couple of goals to spare. So it's, it's in our own hands. We just, we, we don't wait for it to happen. and We go out and make it happen. Definitely. And that's pretty much team set uh, the idea that they, they, they go about you know, you saw the, the, the start that we had yesterday is we've been waiting for this Rangers team to appear, you know, when they, they, they start so slowly, the first half's pure drudgery. I mean, yesterday we, we, uh, we certainly can't be accused of that because we could have been five nil up in half an hour and uh, no one would have been surprised had we not had we been five nil up because we were creating chance after chance after chance that just going at them wave after wave and, uh, I think if we we keep that up, we'll be doing uh, we'll be, we'll be gathering points at a furious rate.
3: I think Thank you've got to remember though, Dave, that if if Livingston weren't so bad, Ross County would be bottom of the league. So I I think I mean the weather while it was great, we're gonna to get tougher opposition than, than Ross County were last night. Uh, St Johnson they they obviously were pretty bad a few weeks ago. They were they were I think they were down at the bottom at one time. But they've seemed okay. to fight their way back up, and they're, they're, they're sort of a clinging on to the to the the the, the middle group at the moment. And I, I don't think I don't think I think what what I'm going to say is I think we are going to take a team before or five now. Sometime we're going to give a team a right hiding. Whether it will be St Johnson, I don't know. But um, I, 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 whether it will be away from home, I don't know. But uh, I think we're going to—I think we're going to give my team a right hiding some it sometime, if we, especially if we keep that up the way the, the way we're playing. If I can just go back to to come on for it for a minute as well, of course you can. I, I, I really, re- 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 love his sense of humour. <laughs> I, I really think he's although he's really really dry, he's, he's really got a, a really funny sense of humour, and I, I just wanted to bring that in because I, I don't think you've mentioned it before. But anyway, move back, move back on to St. Johnson.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll wrap up with your predictions for St. Johnston. Um, first of all, David P, thank the audience as we always do. And what's your score prediction for the game in Perth?
0: Yeah, so, just hi to everybody and uh, thanks for the watching and subscribing and doing on, seeing nice things about us. So we're lovely people, lovely Rangers people. But I think it's just, uh, I think it's just important that we keep level-headed about all of this. You know, it's no one's they're, they're in it. They're, they're invested in this as much as we are. We're all in this together. So just remember that when we're at the stadium. So for Sunday, I'm hoping that Rangers will uh, roll out you know, a, a comfortable victory. I'm, I'm not sure what the surface... The surface in, in St. Johnston is always a bit of a disappointment for me. you know, and, and I think we're pretty much subject to the weather. So I'll wait and see what the weather conditions are on the day exactly how I think it will pan out, but I'm I'm hoping that for uh, Rangers to uh, carve out, or uh, maybe knock, knock out, a, a 3-0 victory, so with uh, Fabio Silva being on the score sheet, and Cyril Dessers, CD9 strikes again. Oh, the, a, a double for the two strikers, I'll, t- I'll take that
2: one. Goal for each of them, that would be really good. Uh, gets them both in the, back in the goal-scoring tally, that's good. David T, again, you're Thanks for coming on uh, as well, today, But I didn't thank you, David. Sorry about that one. Um, thanks to both of you, David T. Um, your 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 goodbyes to the, the the audience and your score prediction.
3: Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Don't forget to press a like button if you like. If you don't, if you haven't liked it, then, then, then you could go the other way as well. <laughs> but um, and and subscribe if you're not already subscribed. Obviously, the Patreon site is there as well. If you want to go onto the Patreon site and and read some other s- substance, um, I, I'm I'm going to go for four nil. I'll go for a Scott Wright double. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll
0: take that. I, li- I like Scott Wright. I'll take
3: that. <laughs> I'm liking. <all> <laughs> don't
2: need
3: that. I
0: don't Just me. <laughs> I'm, I'm fumbling for an off button here. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I like the unlike button. Right. Anyway, um, no, I think uh, I think I'm going to go for four 0 I think we'll, we'll, we'll be in that, that sort of a field, and uh, I think Cantwell will score. I'll give Desers another one. Um, I'm going to give Cortez a goal and and I think we'll spread it over the, the team: Cortez, Silva, Desers, and Cantwell. There you go, four nil.
2: I will go for a three 0 I think, uh, I think we'll see a Tav Pen for the first time this year. I think it is. Um, there's been a couple shouts. We have certainly had a couple shouts, but uh, none have been given. So I mean, this doesn't sound like a very good conspiracy to me, to be honest. But um, I mean, that's that. You can make a whole podcast on that by itself. But um, we'll see. I'm hoping to see Tav Pen return. The three words that everybody loves to hear. Not "I love you" after Valentine's Day, but Penalty to Rangers. That's the main one. A uh, wrap up. Thanks to everyone listening. As David T said, the Patreon is there if you want more content. Um, and get the opposition reports and some some really good articles. Scott Scott Mackay from the party does pieces for the Patreon as well. Those pieces are free to all, uh, anyone who wants to read them. Also, additional content for a pound a month. You know the rest of it. The like button. Give your comments and if if you if you got anything you want to say about the gels. Um, and basically, just another thank you. Thanks very much. And we'll be back on Sunday, hopefully, talking about a very good game played by the Gels. Till next time, thank you very much for listening. Good night. <laughs>